0: hello my friends ah it's a sunday night here and i've i don't think i've ever really done a live on a sunday night but the kids are asleep i have this rare opportunity on a sunday night where i've got time by myself and i have this topic (laughs) that is on my heart and i really want to share with you all and i'm hoping instagram doesn't (laughs) punish me for talking about it here but It really needs to be sad. And it's all about overcoming sexual shame. So I'm super excited. I've even got my ring light happening and all, so I feel all very professional tonight. How exciting. But I want to start with, let's just dropping into our body for now. Let's come to the here and the now. Let's check in with what's alive before you receive what I'm here to talk on today. Okay, so just close your eyes for a moment and just start breathing. And just breathing into your body, breathing in and connecting to the support that's already underneath you. It could be your chair, the floor, the ground underneath you. Noticing what is naturally supporting you. And just letting go of anything that's no longer serving you in this moment. Allowing you to connect with your breath. Allowing you to be more aware of this moment. Dropping in and arriving to the now. just when you to rub your hands together to build that heat. Get that energy flowing in your hands. Feeling that energy. I want you to also check in with your body of whatever sensations in your body what's alive for you in this moment and just placing your hands on your body wherever it was called to be touched just noticing and bringing awareness to how you're arriving And then feel free to uh, check in in the comments and just let me know how you are feeling in this moment before we dive into this very juicy topic that I'm super passionate about sharing my take on overcoming sexual shame. And I've been reflecting on this because I must admit, and let me know if you resonate, but. I couldn't put into words sexual shame I really couldn't describe it I couldn't explain it I couldn't And I haven't even looked you know I guess you could google it you can look at dictionary but for me as a sexologist I couldn't really put into words it's just something that I guess my body understood <laughs> but I was like how do you teach it and then as I was reflecting all these things started popping up so Technically, I've been a qualified or certified self-pleasure practitioner, somatic sexologist for probably about two years now. But if you look at my feed, I haven't really been talking about intimacy. I haven't really been talking about the stuff, really. I've been keeping it very low-key in the embodiment space because I guess at the time I was very confused. I'm like, is it the embodiment? Like, what am I excited about? I love my dance. I love my liberation movement I love my self-expression and then with close friends or in the safe circle or with my lover or you know in certain situations I get so passionate and excited about this topic and every now and then I would have rants on my podcast <laughs> about what's coming up in the intimacy realms and dating and all of the things but I kept myself small without sharing it and to me that's where the sexual shame comes from. And the shame is about, we think it's dirty. We hold all these stigmas and these stories about, there's something wrong to be talking about this so openly, especially as a mom, especially as a good girl, especially as a modest, especially if my family's blah, you know, like there's all these stories of why we cannot discuss it. And it's from fear of shame. Fear of judgment, fear of being rejected, fear of being not accepted, all of these reasons. And please tell me if you're the one special person (laughs) that has never experienced anything, I guess, judgmental or has a negative charge in your body when it comes to intimacy. So for instance, and I was talking to a friend about this a couple of days ago, a client, about, you know, in high school, when I chose to not be intimate with a boyfriend, he would tease me being frigid. And then on the opposite spectrum, hey there, on the opt, so one boyfriend, if I never ever, you know, when I said no to him or wasn't in the mood, etc., he would call me frigid, I would get teased and blah, blah, blah. And then I'd get compared to, you know, even they would compare me to other girls. And then on the other spectrum, other boys, <laughs> if I chose to be intimate with them, you know, this is going back to high school, you're then labelled as the, you know, slut, the easygoing, blah, 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 and all the guys knew about it. And to me, that's what was coming up to me so strong is because that's where the sexual shame starts. It starts with all these experiences when you first started I guess, self-exploring, because let's face it, and maybe you're raised in a different family. My family did not talk to this day, and I'm now 35. They've never mentioned anything when it comes to intimacy, relating, nothing. Like, I've figured everything out on my own when it comes to boyfriends and connection, and I'm trying to use censored words here so I don't get banned or whatever. But you know when I'm going like this, And that's where the sexual shame is coming from, is we are taught unconsciously that it's not safe. Unconsciously, we're saying it's a taboo subject. Now, if it's a taboo subject where you're not feeling comfortable to explore, you're not feeling safe to go there, if you're not feeling safe to have those conversations, safe to explore your curiosity, getting curious, wanting to understand it, then to a certain point, you're not gonna feel safe to open up. You can't feel open, and this is even as you know, adults. If you have all this shame in your body when it comes to your sexuality, when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to in the bedroom, you're not gonna be actually feeling safe in your body to open. You're not gonna feel safe to connect deeper with your partner because your body is already closing and it holds all of these trauma from these previous experiences. So that's what was coming up for me when I was thinking about sexual shame. And also, obviously, about after, two, you know, it's taken me two years to work through it. To, you know, I, I enrolled in this, you know, sexuality school, you know, when was it? Two and a half years ago, nearly three years ago, I enrolled. I can't remember. Alexander, yeah, about three years ago, I enrolled into my six-month training into being a self-pleasure practitioner. And back then, I couldn't even <laughs> be intimate with someone without my head spinning. Like, to me, it was just so much. So I've come a long way to going from hating sex. It was just, like, this thing of, like, I felt so gross about it. There was so much shame. I couldn't um, be intimate with someone without toys to help along the way again I'm worried about <laughs> censorship here on Instagram so I'm using funny playful words which I hate but you know let's go there to <clears throat> afterwards I couldn't share it because I had to go on my own journey and if I'm 100% honest I still am not comfortable talking about it on social media which is I'm getting there but again I don't think it's because of I me. Mean, this is why I'm happy to talk about it because it's not how I feel about the subject it's not how I feel and it's not that and it's the you know I know for a fact I've taken clients on these journeys and I know the results I get them but I am mindful and I've even said it a couple of times and I'm mindful that I've said it a couple of times is social media wants to also keep you quiet and that also adds into the sexual shame is because we're not allowed to say certain words on the internet without being punished and it's very hard then, how can we continue to heal? How can we continue to liberate ourselves sexually if we're constantly being silenced? There's no safe, no safe place to have these conversations that we need to be having in order for liberation to happen. Which is why I'm now finally speaking out because I'm like, well, instead of being hating the situation, I want to create the community. I want to create this safe space where people can liberate themselves sexually because then they get to receive more pleasure. They get to have, you know, better time in the bedroom. They get to connect deeper with their lovers. I believe well-pleasured women are the way of the future. And I truly believe it benefits your relationship. It benefits your mental health. It benefits your... own. It's the most magical self-care because it truly, there is a relation between your pleasure and your mental health, you're really looking after yourself, but it also benefits your kids. Like, it just benefits everyone around. So therefore, why are we always being censored around it, okay? So overcoming sexual shame is, like, let's start having the conversations. Let's look at the experiences that you've had. How do you feel in your body when it comes to intimacy? Is it a dead giveaway? And something that I've been reflecting on, I was even talking to a coach about it the last few days is, are you really a modest or is that your sexual shame holding? So I had this identity and I've you know said to friends and coaches that I struggled with sharing this work because I'm a modest. I'm like, well, how can I talk about this as a modest? And then I was having this like aha moment over the last few days because I love doing the inner work. I love doing the embodiment. I love doing this self reflection. I love allowing God to come through me and I love tuning into my own wisdom. Like, it's all just magic, okay? And as I was reflecting on the whole modest situation, I'm just like, I'm not a fucking modest. That's my shame keeping me small. Like, what is sexual liberation to you? Like, let's do a podcast on that another day. We're not going to dive into that. But (laughs) we tell ourselves that we are modest, we tell ourselves that we are private. We tell ourselves all these stories that intimacy means blah blah blah, fill in the blank, what you mean. So for me, my story was, I'm a mad, modest, I'm just an everyday mum, but then in the bedroom, you know, and a coach even said to me something like, "Well, you can be a modest, but you're not modest in the bedroom." If that makes sense, I'm like, "Well, that <laughs> rings true to me," because. I believe in you can be a modest and sexually liberate, and I believe that they get to coexist. And it's not the fact that you're you are modest. It's the fact that you have shame around your sexuality. It's not that you are modest, it's just you're not confident and you're not owning your sexuality. It's not so much that you are modest, but you're not feeling so comfortable confident and alive in the bedroom so therefore you're creating this identity around being a modest because then it boxes you in then it makes you feel safe to not express yourself sexually because you've got that safety net to fall back on so to me it's overcoming the sexual shame is allowing yourself to liberate yourself it's allowing you to express yourself freely and safely it's allowing yourself to come into your full expression and that's like removing the labels removing the boxes that you've placed around yourself and connecting to yourself being intimate with yourself allowing yourself to go deeper opening yourself up even deeper and it can be a lifelong journey like i'm not 100% at my end destination i don't know if there is ever an end destination when it comes to overcoming sexual shame because every time i've healed one thing something else can come up so for instance even though i've healed my sexual shame about my childhood experiences well you know as in high school when i was you know first you know becoming sexually active and curious and all of that even though i've healed that and i've healed my relationship with intimacy and i've healed my relationship with men What's coming on the other side of that is now allow myself to talk about it. Having some aha moments over here. <laughs> yes, exactly. So now my journey is allowing myself to feel free enough to share it with people. And the scary thing with social media is, so for instance, if you message me and steps message me a few times and you know i'll say how it is i've got no shame in sharing what's on my heart to people that i know privately but the scary thing for me and this is what i'm working through now is social media a lot of the times you don't know who's watching you unfortunately there's a lot of scammers especially on instagram there's a lot of people that definitely aren't my ideal clients, and there's a lot of you know having teenagers as stepsons you know they're new to social media which means they don't quite understand consent yet and boundaries, which is what I'm teaching you. So my scary thing is sharing the truth and what I know to be true about sexuality. Knowing I have no idea who's going to be receiving it. I have no idea where people are at their journey because it can be quite sensitive, it can be quite raw. I have no idea if it's a family member that be <laughs> stalking me. Like so, yeah, you know, I've got some control, but a lot of the times I don't have control. So now I'm healing. I'm healing that part of the shame around talking about it, the shame around having these conversations, the shame around allowing people to see, I guess, me being vulnerable outside the bedroom because for a long time, I guess the story was the only person that can know about my intimate thoughts is my partner. So breaking free of that to have relationships because, and to be honest, like that's where the biggest healing starts is being witnessed, being seen, being heard, being held. And a lot of the time, sometimes you're not feeling safe and comfortable to have the conversation that needs to be happening in the bedroom. Okay. So that's my little Sunday night rant about overcoming sexual shame, because to me, that is the start of a healthier bedroom life. Let's use that term because that's the censorship terms. um, I am moving into a different platform as a bonus to Instagram. So I'm not (laughs) censored. So I can say it how it is because I really struggle with censorship. And I believe censorship is adding to the shame people. hold. It's preventing women from their full expression. And I'm kind of moving away from why do we hold women back so much? Like as someone that's been, you know shushed her whole entire life like the more i liberate myself the more i want to express myself the higher i rise the higher i want to bring you guys to i'm on the other side of liberation i know how fucking good it feels (laughs) i know the difference my kids are feeling from how free and alive and turned on i am and i believe all women should be living from a place of pleasure And it just sucks that we have a censorship issue that is preventing that from happening. And it's basically saying you're not allowed to act that way. You're not allowed to talk that way. You're not allowed to think that way. But yet, that is the way of the future. Like That is. If you want to feel more alive in life, you need to tap into your aliveness. Which all comes from your sexual energy. And if you think about it, but then your sexual energy... (laughs) isn't allowed to be talked about so it kind of doesn't make sense oh my god my ring light's falling that is a sign that i've said everything i've had to say i hope you've loved these little rants and i'll talk to you next time bye